0: Well, we just did a webinar. We did. Yes, on how to get the signature now. I know. And a lot of it was about the buy-sell analysis, because that's the number one hesitation that we're dealing with these days. We want to
1: buy one first, then, (laughs) and there's nothing to look at.
0: There's no way we're putting ours on the market, because it'll sell quick. And we talked about a couple of different services that have uh, bridge loans. Yep, Seller's Edge and Knock. Well, there's a third that came up. Oh, good. And by the way, we got a report on the webinar from someone who attended. Okay. Who said that we were funny. Well,
1: (laughs) everyone has their own unique perspective on things like that. Funny
0: how? Like I'm a clown? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Funny tasting. Oh, no.
0: Good fellas. Here we go. All right. (laughs) So this was a local bank, not a big box bank, a local bank that does... What I call umbrella loans. All right. So they do a loan for the first mortgage on the seller's house and on the one they want to buy. Okay. And it's interest only for 16 months.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Find
0: a local lender who's willing to do that and get that umbrella loan alternative going for you and you'll get more listings.
1: I like it. Oh, that's very cool. 16 months gives you lots of time to get your, doesn't it? Ducks in a row. All right, I got a great little cool new idea. I've never even heard this before. All right, you're having an open house. Yes. Because you're in control of your listing inventory and you're not going to make present offers until after the open house anyway. Got no, it? Exactly. The night before, you invite all the neighbors.
0: The night before.
1: Yeah, isn't that neat?
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: so they're not coming in during the open house because then it's distracting and you can't pay attention to them anyway. And what if you did a little wine and cheese or, you know, grape juice and cheese or, well, you don't even have to feed them, but, you know, invite them to the night before. I absolutely love that. So that's my Parade of Techniques for this week. However, I've got a little phrase that fell out of someone's mouth and it's, Kind of a parade of techniques. I just got to share it with you. It was so clever. So, this is one of our students that went to a special event last week and has taken the Floyd Wickman program five times. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I
0: know. Keep putting yourself through the program.
1: Every two years, you know, here she is signing up. And then she said this I'm not a slow learner, I'm an easy forgetter. And so that's what it prevents. It prevents you from forgetting something that you, oh, didn't use it last time or didn't need that right now, but now you need it. You didn't need it then, but you need it now. Anyway, I'm not a slow learner. I'm an easy forgetter. I love that.
0: You know, that helps in forgiveness too. Forgive and forget, right? Sometimes if you don't forget, it's harder to forgive.
1: Oh, you can't. You can't forgive unless you're allowing it to just roll off of you.
0: Right. So I had an Ask the Experts question that was not an Ask the Experts question. Not a survey. Somebody says something. I like to do a
1: survey. It's not that, is it?
0: No. Okay. It's not a survey because that's not Ask the Experts. I know. That's poll the group. But
1: it's kind of fun to do that once in a while on certain things. Uh All right.
0: This was, somebody said, I just had my best month ever.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: And all I'm doing right now is managing the transaction.
1: Yeah, if you don't prospect when you're and busy. I
0: thought, hmm, sounds like an ask the experts question uh-huh. to me. Because yeah. there's a wealth of experience yeah. on this call. People who have been where you are now and could probably give you some good advice about what to do and what not to do when you've just had your best month ever. All right. And so we turned it into an Ask the expert uh-huh. question. My
1: number one goal is to prospect even though I'm busy because I just had my biggest month ever and, and I've got a lot pending and it's of taking advice. all my time.
0: Don't stop prospecting. Yeah. Because if you don't prospect when you're busy.
1: You won't be busy.
0: That's right. Oh, here's another good one. Don't spend all your money.
1: That's a good one.
0: Exactly. You're flush yeah. right now. Yeah. Um. Make sure you set aside some for taxes. Oh, yeah. Good one. Oh, this is also important. Work on maintaining your energy. Oh. Because you're going to need it. And focus on the sources of your business. Mm. Where did all that best month ever business come from? And really dial in on marketing to them. Um Send those just-sold postcards, like at least 200 in the surrounding area where you had your sale. Sales? Sales, yeah. Mm -hmm. And whatever you do, don't neglect smart week. Ah. That's what's going to maintain this momentum that you've got. You know, if you drop everything and just manage transactions, guess what? You're neglecting putting stuff in the pipeline. So, you know, what's important? The top five things to do, make sure one of them is to continue to feed the pipeline, not yep. just manage the transaction.
1: Two 59010s, that's the secret. You betcha. All right, I haven't asked the experts question. So here, here it is. How do you handle... Well, my number one goal is to keep my transactions together. Uh, the challenge I'm having is, how do you handle those post-inspection buyers who want stupid repairs. Like, the driveway is cracked. Well, guess what? It was cracked before, and we knew it, and you saw it, and now it's in the inspection report, so we have to fix it? Ha! So, what do you do with that? And we got some great answers. Like, when you have multiple offers, you figure out what is the best offer, not the highest. Because this is what happens. That might that offer might have been the highest offer. You take it and then they want 432 repairs and now it's not the highest offer anymore because you just spent all the money. You would have been better off taking the guy who said, we won't ask the seller for any repairs or we won't do an inspection or we won't ask the seller for repairs that are not essential operational costs, etc. Um, so make sure you're looking for the best offer, not just the highest. And... If um when you're presenting multiple offers, look for offer number two and offer number three and communicate with those agents that if something goes wrong, would it be okay if I stayed in touch with you? You know, would you let your buyers know that they're in the second position? If something happens, our our buyer inspection is umpty ump date. Shorten your inspection time. In some markets, mm-hmm. it's common to have a two-week inspection time. Well, what if it was five days? what if it was three days? If you're going to lose them, what does Floyd say? Lose Mm. them on Monday instead of on Friday. All right. How about this one? Show them the fall through ratio. You know, one of our students from Utah about 60 days ago mentioned the fall through ratio in her town was 17%. Well, that means one out of six is falling through. So what if you showed your seller the fall-through ratio in your town, and let's pretend it's one out of six. Mm -hmm. And you said, based on everything that we know, it looks like this is the best offer, but I got to warn you, here's the data for our area. It looks like one out of six buyers walk away after the buyer inspection. Now, I'm hoping this guy doesn't, but if he does or she does, You know, we need to be aware of that. Who's in our second position? So preparing the seller for the worst, who taught us that? Mm -hmm. That would be Floyd. While
0: you're doing that research, take a look at what are the commonalities among the deals that fell through. And I'll bet that it's buyers asking for Repairs they don't need to ask for is one of the primary causes of fall-throughs.
1: If you're looking for an excuse, anyone will do. Yes, it will. You want to get out of the transaction. It's a great way to get out of the transaction. Let's flip that on its head and just mention that when you are working with a buyer, you always set their expectations as well. You know, part of our problem is we've got inexperienced new agents that are trying to put these transactions together and the buyer's saying, we want 440 repairs in the agent because they're unskilled, say, okay, well, let's ask the seller. I mean, that's not how you do it. So you make sure the buyer understands that they are paying for an inspection. And because they're paying hundreds of dollars, the inspectors are preparing reports that are 80 to 110 pages long trying to justify the cost that they're charging. So this is, a, this is not... A list of repairs that the seller is going to make for you. What you're really doing when you buy an inspection is you're ensuring that the house isn't going to fall over. You're ensuring that it's not full of mold, full of termites, full of fire ants. You're determining that the house has a sound structure. Now you're going to find out a whole bunch of other stuff too. That is not the purpose of the inspection. So we are going to go through with this if we discover the house is, has integrity, right, Mr. and Mrs. Byer? So you set them up in advance before they see the results of the inspection. When they get it, oh, this one only had 93 pages. Whoa, that's great. I can't wait to read this. But remember what we're looking for is it going to fall down? That's all that we care about. Yeah. At is it this habitable? Point. Right.
0: Exactly. Great advice. Are you getting jazzed about business breakthroughs? Oh,
1: I'll tell you what. Our students are. It's so much fun. Everyone's going. Yeah. Like entire R-squared teams are showing up. And new people, people are talking about, yeah, we want to, let's do something fun. We want to make sure everybody that's a first timer, that's new, that maybe isn't in R-squared, really feels welcome at business breakthrough. So we're working on
0: that, too. And what's the purpose of business breakthrough?
1: Well, to set up your 2022. Yeah,
0: to put together a bulletproof, market-proof plan.
1: Learning from others. Yes. Practical, step by step, in your budget.
0: I think this year and next year, a plan is more important than ever before. Really is. So we will see you at the business breakthrough. Thanks for listening.
1: If you want more information, go to floydwickman.com because it's all right there. See you next week, y'all.